It was so weird, man. We were just talking to you in a sexual way, yeah. waiting for oh. your headphones to work. Yeah. I went into Discord to find you there, but you had already left. Yeah. Cause Thank I you for joining us. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff said he's ready, so I thought I would get ready, ready. as well. Established belief system is... I'm pretty sure I went to high school with a girl named Vedanica. Like, sacrilege is when you, like, defile $69.69 Canadian. You ever notice that those party at the all points, guys, if you make an acronym out of their name, it's like PTAP, which sounds like a weird sort of vaginal scream. Actually, I'm pretty sure the uh, the DJ and the MC for my bar mitzvah, she's my favorite NASCAR driver. Leaving with your girl when we last seen each other. Yeah, you fucking with the baddest like we tag team Rihanna fly girl on her knees. She don't want to come near me and my dick is too big. There's a big bang theory. Got a picture in my iPhone. What do y'all think? Why y'all niggas masturbate? I'm in that Ariel pink. If I am just a rapper, man, you could have pulled me. I'm the shit when these dudes talk, they talk and pull me. All right, nobody say anything funny because if you breathe and anybody even giggles at that, you will instantly be funnier than Jeff Bodine was for two whole seasons. Welcome, party at the All Points. Uh, your follow-up. This is like a half episode. We just wanted to kind of give a, a little bit more onto what we piggyback off what we said before. Uh, we covered two battle tomes. I learned to talk slower because sometimes people can't keep up with the Canadians. Yeah. Yeah, eh? So we're going to just throw some lists. That's the whole theme of the show. We have a few people yeah. that kind of pop in and out and give their list ideas. And hopefully it gives you something to kind of jump off of. But honestly, until tournaments are running, we probably won't see things come out. Yeah. Yet. Thank God for TTS. Yay. Uh, so with me, of course, is uh, Bud. Hey, Bud. Hi. How's it going? Yeah, he's doing good. Good he's, day. You're getting cold again, I heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a chilly one. I have to wear my toque. Yep. <laughs> and we got Jeff. Hey, Jeff. And then there's me. Yes. Hey, Hello, everybody. come on. We appreciate you, Jeff. Don't appreciate ish. I think that's the, the right. Appreciate ish. <laughs> that's anyway, a marvelous beard. I must it's a beautiful you, word. I, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> I actually trimmed it. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll appreciate your lists. But uh, Bud did actually get a game. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> Listen, it, whatever. It's it's a tough army to write. Yeah, I have a rationale, and I'll explain it a little bit more. But uh, well, why don't we uh, why don't we jump in with Bud because he's the only one that's actually played a game with a, a list. Then he changed it. So yeah, um, I tried it out. I wanted to go heavy on the mortals because I really wanted to try them out. So I only ran one keeper and the mask. And those were my two heroes. And then I had two blocks of 20 demonettes, uh, two units of the bliss, no, not the bliss barred cavalry, the slick blade seekers. Yep. Um, boy, there wasn't a lot else. No, I had a third unit of the slick blades. And then I ran two battalions, uh, <laughs> the demon, the demonette battalion, the epicurean something or other. And what was the other battalion? The one that allows you to pile in six inches. Yeah, the pi- the pile in six inch battalion. Um, and Which I used would be to... great with an army that can punch. Yeah, <laughs> and I used it in pretenders. Um, and I, I think it, it. Well, there were two things. Uh, playing Sons of Behemoth, um, which I had never played before, was a little tough. And I was I must have been like asleep 
when the first turn started because I decided to charge all my demonettes forward so that he could charge them first turn rather than holding him back. Um, but those demonettes die quick. Like, holy crap. Surprise. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was. He kept rolling dice. I was like, this model is still attacking? Yeah. Um, but there weren't a lot of bodies. Um, I... I don't think you can go with more than one battalion just because of how much everything costs. It makes it yeah. really tough. So what changes? And, I mean, make are them? they even worth it? Yeah. You know? Um, I, I, I feel like you have to go with the second keeper. So, um, I dropped the mask. Uh, I put in a second keeper. I dropped, Oh, I had 11 of those bliss barb archers, by the way. Um, I dropped the, I dropped one of the battalions. I hate Battle Scribe. It's so hard to find where everything is. <laughs> I think I dropped both battalions. So I put the Daemonettes up to two units of 30 rather than 20. And then uh, got the two units of Slick Blade Seekers. I kept those. What's your third battalion? I don't, I don't or, have any. Or battle oh, battle line. Oh, so I kept the one unit of Bliss Barb Archers. Oh yeah, okay. And then the two units of demonettes. Okay. Um, I actually found a beginning of turn or at the end of turn two, I had seventeen depravity, and so that turn, I lost the turn roll for turn three. Um, but I was able to get a keeper in turn three and a unit of ten demonettes turn four. Nice. So, but that was I'm, the only thing that was left in the army. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's let's not use me as the shining example of what a good good Warhammer player is. Um, uh, it's a new army. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's and gonna be tough. lesson learned is don't just rush all your shit forward, turn yeah. right into their charge. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> so you feel like the two keepers are gonna help you out a little bit more, or what? Well, yeah. I mean, as soon as. Assuming assuming the one keeper survives after it attacks first, or I think the well the mechanic works. Uh, you attack with that keeper, and then you can use the command ability right away to um, make it attack a second time, or do you have to let the opponent attack first? No, that keeper. People were talking about bouncing the two keepers between each other. You can't do that. Like you have to do it when you pick the unit. So when you pick the unit to activate it. You then have to use the command ability to pick another unit to to go ahead and attack. They can't use it on themselves, but they can use it right. on another. One. Yeah, right. But like theoretically, the other one has already oh. attacked, and you it's can't when, pick holy within twelve. It's when it's your turn to pick a unit to fight. So theoretically, yeah. you'd have your one keeper fight, your opponent choosing to fight, assuming you. Uh, assuming your keeper survives, you can use the command ability to make them attack again. Right. You can have two of them, like, and then one of them can make another one, another yeah. one of those two fight twice, yeah. but both of them can't fight twice because yeah. the other one will have already gone and the other one won't have activated, you see. So you can do that, but you can't use both of their abilities to make each of them fight twice. What the condition is in order to pick it, they had to have already fought. Yeah, that's right. The other so, unit had to have fought. Right. So that means you can't. So you get one of the keepers. keepers. Yeah, right. One of the keepers can fight twice. The other one can only fight once. So I don't think it's really worth it. But the nice thing about that mechanic, else, though, it's cheaper. The nice thing about that mechanic, though, is it it stops the player, your opponent, 
from then avoiding the attack with that first keeper. Because usually when a unit fights them, you don't have to worry about fighting them back anymore because he's already activated. So now you actually have that to you put, it, you put it into yes. his head that I might have to actually activate that unit. Before right. And you, that is a secure. way of winning the activation war. Yeah. Yeah. But it's expensive as fuck. So mm. yeah, they punch. They punch pretty good. Yeah. Right? I mean, and you're still yeah. doing pretenders. Yeah. Yeah. I still had pretenders. Yeah. Uh, artifacts. Anything worthwhile? Um, <laughs> you know, the details. <laughs> so. Well, I'll go. What was the um, slothful stupor for the one? That's yeah. that's uh, to turn off the yeah. command abilities. Yeah, command um, abilities and can't charge. Yeah, um, that's a big deal. Um, Pretty good. Hunters, hunter of god beasts. So, assuming you're facing monsters. Damage. Yep. And then the monarch of lies is uh, a hero within three inches is minus one to hit. Yeah. And did you take him with whips? Uh no. No, I shining Aegis just to get that six yeah. up on the chance that you can like the fact that you have to choose between those. Yeah, no. um, the <laughs> getting the six up DPR just to is far away the most room. universally helpful. Yes. Yeah, every game it will be used every time. Always. Yeah, the, the whip is it's more cool. um situational because it's it yeah. that, that effect only happens against monsters and it's like really short range and then like only like six inches or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I, like it. I don't think Jeff means to talk over you. He just does it sometimes because he's I'm got all these try, great I'm, thoughts. I'm not trying to talk over him. I'm complimenting <laughs> what he's saying. It's like <laughs> Tina finishing my sentences. Um, what is was the Tina pendant? Alana? Yes. Uh, what is my the pendant of Slanesh here? God seekers. Sorry, I had it. I had it already. Pendant Slanesh. Oh, at the start of your hero phase, you can heal up to D three wounds yep. allocated. Yeah, you don't have to roll for it. You just get to do it. So. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, yeah, we should probably get some games in. That'd be fun. Yeah. Stupid kids coming home on the weekends. I know, right? Uh, Jeff's still got to play too. We're a week after. He's got DTS now, but he hasn't played. I do, yeah. Well, I'm done with my painting. I got, I got the stuff I had to get done immediately. Done. You got to put these models together too. Yes, I know the the game never ends, but uh, my urgent deadline has been met. All right, uh, we'll be back. We'll splice in another list from someone else, and yeah, splicing and dicing. Hey everyone, I got Noah Singh here once again to talk over a Slanesh list. Uh, it's probably not good, but <laughs> as the whole theme of the show, we're just trying to give list ideas and at least give something to some for some people to jump onto. And uh, Noah tends to know what he's doing. How about this? Especially about dogs and kicking my ass and TTS. <laughs> What's going on, Noah? Um, yeah, not a lot. Loving the tournament we're doing, but fuck, I um, game. I've been thinking about that game for like two you? days. <laughs> Those I mean, last two like turns eight, were just like for gravy. Just so much, so good for you. Eight, uh, like single dice rolls could have doomed me at any time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was awesome. That's gotta be a nice time. Like, hey, that one went well too. All right, we're still in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't get mad. It's not like a match you get mad at. It's yeah. just if you get beat by squigs, you're like. 
I was beaten by squigs. Yeah. Well, I was beaten by Noah. <laughs> Let's be fair. All right, Matty, you got a list. Yeah, let me. Here. I'm going to have to read it and pull it up. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I don't need to look at you. All right. Uh, I went with the host of Godseekers because I hadn't seen them anywhere. Um, and I like the retreat and charge. Seems fun. Yeah, that's um, pretty pretty strong mechanic to have in any army. And uh, then I, my general was a blade bringer with a speed chaser, and uh, spell was hysterical frenzy. Weirdly, his artifact is not showing up here, but it was the um, one where no one can retreat from him. So he's he's retreating and charging. No one else is allowed to. Um. And it's a, uh, you know, he's the mortal wounds on impact and the um, God Seekers is if he makes charges, you get D3 extra depravity. Other things make charges, you add one to that roll. So you just need to make two charges to get three free depravity a turn. Yep, he's super um, fast. Uh, he's got a ton of attacks. It's not like they're getting really good, in. but he's got a yeah. lot of attacks. He's <laughs> got a lot of attacks, does a lot of mortals. Probably going to die pretty quickly, but. And he's hey. pretty cheap too, I think. He's 250 yeah. for a 10 wound, four up save, 10 inch move model with gets extra attacks, more units he hits. So he's trying to like hit as many units as he can. And then he's um, doing, uh, you know, D3, could do D6. Then he does some more in the combat phase. Um, he's fun. He was, yeah, I, I take it back. Uh, 250 is not cheap. So he's not cheap. <laughs> I no, was thinking of him on the uh, secret chariot. Yeah, yeah, the other ones are cheap. This yeah. guy's not cheap. Yeah. Uh, but I have the model already. Yeah. So he's a uh, caster. He's a caster. So he's got hysterical frenzy. I've got uh fat boy, Gludos there with him. Nice. And Sigvald. Uh Sigvald's just gonna run around and try to charge stuff and do a bunch of attacks and you know, kind of just do Sigvald stuff. Gludos is there for the neg one to hit. Um aura just to maybe keep some things from not being completely wiped out. Um, and he's there to cast my one endless spell, which is the burning head. Yeah. And, um, and you know, doing his, his various stuff, right? We have talked about what he Yeah, does. you need the plus one for that burning hex. It goes off on a seven, so it's not the easiest endless spell. It's not know. the easiest. Uh, maybe people won't unbind it, but, you know, it's, it's basically... It's there for my large amount of goats to take wounds from um, and maybe give them some reroll ones for the shooting ones, you know, kind of yep. there. Um, then I've got a great brace shaman. Um, for like one of the best again. spells in the game. <laughs> yep. Hilarious spell. It's fantastic. Get over here, uh, which is good if you're trying to just tag stuff and ping some stuff and try to summon as much as you can. Um, Four by ten Ungors, two by ten Ungor Raiders in the depraved drove, and then just two units of the Bliss Barb Seekers because I feel like they're the only thing that felt like it was even close to pointed right in the book, other than Sigvald. Um, and it's a dead on 2k. What's uh, the depraved drove do for you again? Uh, well. The important thing it does is give them the slanesh keyword. Um, but I can yeah. reroll charge rolls while they're within 12 of an enemy hero with an artifact of power, uh, which 
is unlikely to be remembered in a game, but you know, is, is out there if you're really playing it. And uh, you can roll hit rolls for attacks, maybe melee weapons if they target an enemy hero with an artifact of power. So (laughs) it's not doing anything. It's making them slanesh. It's giving me access to 60.10 man units. Yep. Which this Um, army really, really needs. And you're going to be hopefully doing wounds to all of them. Yeah. And so, you know, probably most of the army disappears in the first turn or two, but hopefully I'll be summoning and getting on things and, pressing up and uh you know getting enough from that that maybe i can uh have glutos and sigvald you know really be just sitting there in the middle doing some work and um then uh just bringing in lots of demonettes and uh kind of keeping the swarm on there uh do you feel like you're gonna win games this list i do not <laughs> i feel like i will have a great time my models would be super fun um I have to bleach my hair to be matched Sigvald if I do this list, but um, I feel like length is getting close. Um, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna slam one thing into stuff and slam the other one in, and then uh, you know, just try to keep uh, keep pressure on and maybe catch someone out. Uh, I think this is maybe a a one in four, or two and three kind of list, um, but you probably have a fun time. And uh, that's uh, my review of every Slanesh list I've made so far. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's real tough. And that's, I think that's going to be a common theme with everyone that talks tonight. Yeah. How many games are you going to win? Yeah. I mean, so, so if you think about, say, so just the depravity math, you probably are getting your full 12 every turn. Yeah. Uh, until everything disappears, and then you're getting less. But hopefully you're fighting enough other things and uh you know I, I think the depravity is the one kind of thing that stuck out to me is like maybe this could be efficient um and you're trying and, to get uh, in keepers then no I'm, I'm trying to get 30 demonettes oh okay uh, i think 30 demonettes is great um it's just a ton of bodies and if you're getting them by the time you're getting them you're getting brave uh battle shock immunity right yeah um so I you know I think that that's really what I'm looking for. Tarpits, tarpits, and if you don't get it, you know later on you could be bringing in the exalted chariot dudes again. Or fiends are great. Um, late game fiends because they're negative one plus glutos is negative one could be fun. Um, just hard to kill in combat. Um, you know, I think I think that's sort of what you'd be relying on is you're just. The, the army's just dying and dying and dying and you're just hoping that uh you can get enough to get more stuff on the board and you know but, but i mean putting out an additional 30 bodies is always really good yep. so it, it, even if you can do it once i mean hopefully you're trying to do it two to three times with this uh yeah wow okay <laughs> that's, that's that's where i'm at did you watch any of the buds game there the other night when he yeah, was trying to I... run slash uh, that didn't, yeah uh, he shamed didn't... me for messaging him during it publicly <laughs> i asked him what his list was and he was like you could just ask me i'm like i'm, like, I'm not interrupting your game <laughs> <laughs> i called it i figured he was done in turn three but the only thing i pulled him back it was his depravity yeah, which is good yep uh and so you know if you can beat gargans i guess that's uh i mean he didn't he lost horribly 
but he did lose to Gargans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you have an off, like, well, but I also was like, I didn't send him any hints because I was like, but he had like one model left and there was an objective in the back. And I was like, why didn't you retreat that model to the objective back? But I think it's just testing the list, right? Like there's, yeah. you're, you're going to have to play this army like you play gets or you play just sort of the underpowered stuff, right? Like every weird little thing to squeeze a win out and then even then you're probably not getting it. Dude, you're fucking two and zero versus uh daughters of Cain with those squigs. So I sure am. You <laughs> Dude, my, my you bring your 45 yeah. uh snake chicks. Snakes. Uh Deep Kin was my other one and Blight King King Spam. Yeah. So uh if I if I could do Seraphon and Zinch, I could get the, the whole meta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> good luck on your game three, man. Thanks for sharing yeah, your too. list. Uh, it, it's it's a list, right? It's and a list. That's, there it that's is. what we're doing. We're having a show. I felt like I needed to follow up on a kind of a crappy review on a kind of a crappy book. So yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> yep. It's uh, it's 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 very disappointing, um, but also. Uh, if we could just have every book be like this book, it would be fine. Oh, yeah. Then we're playing a different game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like we enjoy that game more, actually. But, you know, uh, we have the one we have. And so uh, if we want to play Slanesh, we're going to just bring the models we like and have a fun time at the tournament. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Noah. Much appreciated. Bye. Peace. Hi, this is Robin from Blow Ranking Family in Prince George, BC. You're listening to Party at the All Points. Enjoy responsibly. Hey guys, I got someone new for a tournament or list discussion about Slanesh. And it turns out this guy is really into Slanesh and he's been a listener for a long time. Uh, I've gotten to meet him quite a few times and he's in the Spokane area for the Gamers Haven and this man's name is Dane. What's up, Dane? Hi. Hi, everyone. Really quick, can I get a... Oh, yeah? <laughs> Jesus. All right. We'll see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah. yeah, you've been... Uh, you've oh, been... You got you to start off. You got a lot of hype for this book. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Right? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love everything Slanesh. Uh, in particular, uh, what got me started into Slanesh, and especially in AOS, was my buddy Jace, or our buddy Jace. Yep. Uh, really was trying to get me into AOS at the time of, like, first edition, and I wasn't really buying into it. And at that time, like, they got rid of Slanesh. Uh, you know, they made it a little more pg so I'm like, you know what? If Slanesh comes out with its own battle tome, I'll get into AOS. And I got away with that for like about four or five years. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, the battle tome came out and I've loved it ever since. <laughs> and then they come up with a new book. And uh, yeah. So have you been able to come up with a list at all? Something to maybe yeah, start yourself off? Yeah, definitely as like a starting point. Uh, I'm definitely uh, still trying to develop myself into this new book uh, with a lot of the restraints thrown into uh, the Slanesh players now. Uh, but I think definitely 
uh, I think the most two factions you'll see the most of is uh, Godseekers. And then you're going to see Invaders with the sub-faction of the Ever uh, Chosen, uh, which I think it's called... Uh, it's the one that uh, Alex... Something Hayes. Yeah, Lord Hayes. Hayes. Yeah, Lord Hayes. Thank you. Uh, so I think you're definitely going to see those two factions the most out of the three. I think there is an argument still with the uh, for the pretender side of it for the uh, Wrath of the Ever Chosen since you get three command abilities for that one uh, hero. But uh, two, uh, but yeah, personally, that's two. Yeah, sorry, uh, but no, you're putting not. all your baskets into uh, one character and with Slanesh being so fragile I just don't think there's a uh, a point to run that yeah it's it's a it's an uphill climb for sure with all this building hence why I wanted to do an episode on lists to help people at least get something going because <laughs> uh, yeah it's, it's a tough list right uh, so would, trust would me, you go like, with buddy uh, I even I'm yeah, so uh, like, first of all, I'm still scratching my head on this, so don't feel bad. Like uh, in 2019, I was in the top five of like if you care for ITC, I was in the top five of the Heat and Night Slanesh players. Uh, so don't feel bad because I'm still struggling with this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so today I brought a Godseeker host uh, list. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit more, but I'll start off with the heroes. Or leaders. Yep. So uh, first off, we got a Chaos Lord. Uh, for obvious reasons, it's cheaper than the the Shard Wizard that we just recently got. Yep. And overall, I think it's a better model, even though uh, you're not going to use its main spell, and, and particularly in my list. And that for for those people that don't know, it's to reroll uh, armor saves for Slaves of Darkness models so it's not a big deal if you were running like Archeon in this list then I would definitely like have that wizard so you can keep Archeon alive a lot more but he's not on my list uh, next we have two Keeper of Secrets uh, the general has the Path of Darkness prints and uh, the circlet so uh Oh, sorry, the Path of Darkness is the spell where the Keeper can fly, and then the Circlet uh, denies your opponent to retreat from combat. Yep. And then he has Speed Chaser, of course, which is solid because he gets to retreat when he wants to. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty strong combo. So you got yeah. two Keepers, you got a Lord, and. Uh, sorry, our uh, Sorcerer. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah. For those are your heroes? Yeah, sorcerer. Well, he's a sorcerer lord, right? Yeah. Uh, so would you go for uh, the rest okay. of your units then? Because that's, uh, what is yeah. that, 740 you've used up on heroes? Uh, 790. Yeah. Cool, cool. So it's a lot of points already. Yep. Uh, because of that, for <laughs> battle line, <laughs> I decided to go with the good old cheapo guys, uh, Chaos Warriors, uh, just yeah. five guys, uh, I still think there's an argument for them. Uh, I like to use them to a hold objectives, of course, but B, uh, they can zone out my backline. So if you play like Zinch, for example, uh, you can deny them 
the ability to uh, summon or redeploy things into your back line. Yeah. So that's my argument for that battle line. Yeah, they're uh, they're super cheap. Um, uh, they got a lot of wounds, so you can start soaking off some gravity from them and not actually break the the units. So yeah. Yeah. Well. I'll finish my list first, but then I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you how I feel about depravity. <laughs> uh, if you just want the real short version of, I think it's best to not try to try to get depravity and just let it come as it comes. Ah. But you'll see in my list later on, I'll contradict myself here. Yeah, no worries, man. Keep but it going. That's for a different <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so I took a battalion and I took the secret cavalcade uh, this battalion got a real good boost for, for the new Seeker models that just came out. And I love them so much, I decided to take two of both of both the new uh, Seeker models. So I took two units of uh, the Bliss Barb Seekers and then two yep. units of the Slick Blade Seekers. Okay. Uh, for those who don't know about this battalion is uh, you can literally run and charge or not run and charge but you run with these models so you move about the minimum 15 to 20 inches and then when it comes to your combat phase after you charge with everything else you can pile in six inches because your threat range increased to six inches yeah it's pretty good so you don't even have to do a charge roll if you don't want to you can just run right in the vicinity of six inches and still be able to go into combat yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> with this, with the previous battle tome, you know, it was broken as hell. And now you have to break the rules even more to to be more effective. <laughs> yeah. You're going to try to get every advantage. Uh, what's you great about the. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially for the points cost and how fragile everything is. Especially in this meta right now. Yep. But, you know, the GW doesn't have enough data on that to begin with. Correct. If only they would look <laughs> to all the tournaments that are being played, but whatever. <laughs> they don't have the resources know, right? to look into it. Who knows? Oh, yeah. They, they couldn't bother. Uh, yeah. What's really nice about the Slick Blade uh, Seekers is uh, their main weapon is two inches. So you just pile into those two inches. And then let's say those keepers get uh, the locus off. So now you can't pile in. You're stuck fighting a seeker and the slick barb seekers in uh, combat. And there's a way to uh, deploy even just five guys that your opponent has to retreat backwards if it's not the general keeper. And then when that happens, if you get your fly spell off, you can fly over and then rinse and repeat, and you're kind of just grinding down your opponent. This list, of course, is... Uh, 1,990. So I thought since I have the extra points, I would take the burning head. Yep. Uh, it's just really nice to plink off the couple of wounds off of the uh, Chaos Warriors for that extra depravity. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely going to be a common theme, I think, in a lot of lists. <laughs> Hit yourself. Oh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait for uh, the update to points the summer where uh the burning heads go up by uh 20 points or so because slanesh suddenly made it good well we'll see if 
Slanesh makes it good yet. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they can <laughs> win some games, but it's definitely going to be an uphill battle. Oh, definitely. So. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but f- from my experience, when uh, when I first started playing, like every uh, Knights Slanesh player was taking cogs for the plus movement and all that jazz. And yep. then suddenly, oh, it went up in points <laughs> because it oh, was so good. I think there was also everything like Seraphon with slowing down time and all that. Yeah. But. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. You're for, uh, uh, you're pretty excited though. Yeah. Get some games in. Yeah. Oh, definitely, man. Especially from this last year where, uh, basically there was no games going on. Yeah. And then if you wanted to play games, you had to play uh, TTS. But uh, I'm not really big into the TTS yeah. scene personally. Uh, it, it takes extra time and then plus um i feel like there's a disconnect from the players you know oh yeah for sure yeah i don't drink yeah. nearly as much in tts as i do in person so oh definitely but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no that's sweet man that's great uh obviously you'll get to hear the other lists and stuff when they come out but there's some similarities for sure um oh, this just helps round things out and uh, give six lists for people to look at and at least get an idea of where they want to go. And if you're having any success with the uh, list, feel free to sh- reach out to the show because we want to know. <laughs> we all oh, want to know then, what's uh, going to win. <laughs> definitely. And then I think at some point I'm going to be playing Alex from uh, In Your Phase as well. Big Dick Alex. So, uh, Big Dick Alex. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he was. Uh, he's on so the show too. He's got a list. That's happening. But uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you guys have been uh, friends for a while now. Um, just in case you don't know, if you want to get to know oh, yeah. Dane or run into him, he runs things down at the Gamers Haven quite a bit. Yeah, I think you do like painting and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And then uh, I, I haven't. Well, I guess at this point, I might be running a Blood Bowl league at the Gamers Haven. Oh, nice. So uh, if you're in the Spokane area. You might be interested in joining in that. Yeah, Gamer Haven is awesome. Uh, owned by Bob Kelly, he's a super awesome guy, and everyone that uh, is affiliated with the Gamers Haven is—they're good, good, solid people. So yeah, give them your business; it's, they deserve it. Well, yeah. All right. Well, Definitely. thanks, Dane. Uh, and yeah, yeah let's know how your list goes. <laughs> I, I will. I will, man. How you got any shoutouts? Uh, for like the seven people that listen a couple of my (laughs) uh, i I don't know if they listen but definitely like some of my buddies like jace for one yeah uh nicholas ivan uh geo uh like any guys from the from the spokane area and then the the mama's boys from uh pullman and uh moscow idaho uh those guys are awesome Oh, that's great, man. Awesome. All right. Take care, Dave. Yeah. Love it, buddy. Hopefully, I'll get to see you in person uh, this year. (laughs) I know, right? LVO, man. We'll we'll go streaking down there, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right. Later, Dave. And we're back. Uh, Okay. I may as well run through my list and we'll finish out strong with Jeff's. Uh, yeah, I feel like you're one of the stronger list writers. Yeah, I'll, I'll pump you up a little bit, bud. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, explain yeah, mine. It's, you go ahead. Okay, I went with the Pretenders host, 
Uh, I went with a keeper of secrets as well. Uh, he will be the general. He'll be strongest alone. So he gets to reroll hits if he's not within six inches of another unit or a friendly unit. Uh, he's got the slothful stupor, of course. It's an amazing spell. Uh, he's got the silver slash uh, artifact, which is. What the hell was it? <laughs> uh, I got the book right in front of me. I know. We, we, should, we should all have the book in front of us. I got it right. Scepter. Silver slash. Uh, pick one of the, add one to the attack characteristics. Oh, okay. So that I put that onto his claw. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Which the five damage claw. Duh. Yeah. No brainer. <laughs> uh, and then I took him with the living whip for that minus one to hit because I feel like if the guy's minus one to hit, he's getting less through. So for monsters. I, don't, I don't. Yeah. I don't need a six up if he's hitting me less. <laughs> um, and then the other unit, uh, the other hero. I only have two heroes in this. Is the great Bray Shaman for his awesome spell, and also because I needed him because I took the uh, depraved drove battalion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my units is the dread uh, pageant pageant, which is the underworld's warband. It's 120 points for four models, and one of them has three wounds, and the other one has like two, and it's also got an archer in there too. Um, and then I got one, two, three, four units of ten Angor, Angors of Slanesh. I got a unit of ten Angor Raiders of Slanesh. I got four units of Bliss, uh, the Seekers, the Bliss Barb Seekers, mm-hmm. and then I got a unit of Bliss Barb on foot. And then for an endless spell, I took the Burning Head. So the whole idea behind that is the Ungor Raider is going to go up and kind of help prevent a little, uh, cause you're not getting first drop usually with this army. No. Uh, it comes to 1960. So the chances of you getting um, a triumph is pretty good. It will help you out. So you're going to screen a lot with all these Ungors. You're going to slap that burning head off in the midst of them and start doing damage to your own units. The bliss barbs are going to run out and split their attacks and start hitting as many enemies as they can instead of just putting them all into one like you'll spread it all around and just try to do damage everywhere and yeah just start farming that depravity points so you can get yourself the 30 demonettes or another seeker if need be and then you're keeping that keeper back just for uh, a big threat that comes at you you want to screen it. You don't want to lose it. That's yeah. basically the only punch in this whole army. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a bunch of bodies, and you're just fully going after that uh, depravity point mechanic. So yeah, that's 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 it for me. It's a it's a decent amount of wounds. Um, what is that? Yeah, that's four twenty eighty. It's one hundred and fifty. It's 163 wounds. Wow. Wow. How many wow. wounds? Um, the burning head. Does it does, do D3? Yeah, it does D3. Mortal wounds. Okay. And then they get to reroll ones to hit, I believe. Okay. And it's all units within one inch of it, or ones that it goes across. And then oh. units within six inches or something, we get to reroll ones, I think. How many are going to run away in the battle shock phase? 
uh if you're losing one to three you should be able to get they'll stick around because they're what bravery five yep okay there are 10 of them so you're losing two on average yeah the unit will be around (laughs) i know that is a threat because then you don't get the gravity points (laughs) (laughs) but hopefully the uh the four units of five bliss bar seekers are running around and picking off your depravity where you need it. Yeah. They're awesome. I think they're a great unit. 180 is, a, uh, I don't know. Is that too much? Whatever. But yeah, that's my list. Hopefully, uh, I think it has some similarities with a couple of the people that came on and talked about it already. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, we'll be back with another list. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Party at the All Points podcast is brought to you by BadDragon.com. Have you ever wanted a raw dog werewolf mouth? Have you ever wanted to have 17 inches of dragon cock inside of you? Well, BadDragon.com is just for you. Enter promo code Party at the All Points in my mouth and get 10% off your next order at BadDragon.com. And we have someone else coming in here with a drop a list on everyone. What about the Slanesh? Uh, you might go a little bit outside, but you may have heard of him before. Mr. Big Dick Alex. What's going on, bud? <laughs> doing great, man. Doing great. Um, you know, it's uh, it's hanging a little bit to the right, but, you know, it's always done that. So, you know, we're, we're having fun. We're having, we're, we can't wait until events can come back again because like, fuck, man, I just want to like roll dice at a tournament and get drunk. Yeah, I don't think my liver can actually get. I'm not prepped enough for a real tournament yet. Not playing really? wise, but just my liver. <laughs> Fair enough. I drank a lot at the start of quarantine, and I kind of dialed it back to to normal again. So, like, my liver's recovering. It's ready. It's ready for it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, we did have Noah Singh on here previously. You may know him. Yeah, yeah, I know him. He's a great guy. His Nurgle lists have. Uh, <laughs> I played him at uh, in, in a bit of a let's call it a qualifier kind of thing, and. Um, we talked a lot about our lists and he was just not confident. And then I like told him, well, if I make this move, it'll be a bad idea. And then I got drunk and made that move. Um, and 50 Blight Kings hurt. Yep. Big time. <laughs> All right, bud. Run us through what you got. Okay. So this is, um, you know, you've told me prior to uh, recording just now that this might not, it's got some unique aspects here, but there might be a following trend, but uh, this is uh, 1960 points. It is of course, another Hedonite of Slaanesh list, but rather than using standard invaders, God seekers, et cetera, we are using uh, one from the Wrath of the Everchosen book. We're using the Lurid Haze invaders. Now it's just called Lurid Haze on the page, but all the, um, all the names for the actual, um, uh, whatever, the, the word, the hashtag, or yeah, the keyword is uh, Lurid Hayes uh, Invader Host. So um, this one has, uh, starts off with our heroes. We got two intra- uh, Enraptresses, uh, Sigvald, uh, and a Contorted uh, Epitome. Then we have uh, four so units. No, I'm sorry, what? Who's going to be your general in that then? You know, in this one, it didn't really matter all that much uh, who the general was. Um, looking at you know the regular command ability, command trait, and the artifact does play a role in who you would choose for which one. Um, you know, command trait for Lured Hayes is reroll run rolls for Lured Hayes Invader host, wholly within twelve of the general when the run move is made. Uh, command ability is you can uh, uh, once per combat phase pick a unit wholly within twelve, and uh, until the end of the phase, add one to the save rolls. 
um, and you can, can't do that more than once per turn per unit. And then of course the artifact is add wind to the wounds characteristic of the actual uh, uh, bearer as well. So looking at that, uh, it really doesn't fully matter unless you want like a six wound and drop dress and give them the artifact of power, but you'd probably be giving it the artifact of power anyways, just because of that. Um, it would probably be the uh, one of the two in raptresses uh, more often than not, at least for me. Yep. Um, but uh, you know, the uh, contorted epitome is is a tempting choice for sure, um, especially since it is a, a faster move. You know, twelve inch move with those mm -hmm. bliss barbs. It's probably more realistic that that would be it. But um, still, you know, it can keep up. Nice play on words, tempting slash. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't laugh so, at that. So, you know, I'm sorry. What? what? <laughs> I said, don't laugh at that. That was horrible. No, oh, I'm going to laugh at anything <laughs> cheesy. Come on. So, uh, of course, those are our heroes. And we all know uh, Sigvald is just a beast. Um, we then have three units of five Bliss Barb Seekers. Uh, we then have one unit of five Sickle Blade Seekers. Now, this is something that Jeremy and I had talked about before. And, and, I am very lukewarm on the Sickle Blade Seekers, but there's a reason they're in the list. Uh, I'm kind of lukewarm too on the Bliss Barb, to be honest, but it is what it is. I think that you should, um, if people listen to our Battle Term review, I am still a gigantic fan of at least two units of 30 Demonettes in, in like a list that I would want to run. Um, of course, you could summon more than that, or you could have one unit of 30 and then summon more as well, or, or 20 rather, but still, it is what it is. Uh, uh, Bliss Barb Seekers are great. It's it's a uh, what a 30, 36 inch or thirty two inch threat range, mm -hmm. so that's that's pretty good. Yeah, not the hardest hitters, but you know they're they're nope. there and they're mobile. They're mobile, but they'll farm you uh, depravity points. Exactly, which we will get to for sure because the rest of the list that's not battle line is one beast lord, and we all know that um, beast of chaos have been shafted. They're not a great army, and they've got further shafted with the fact that like. You know, I, I've mentioned no this in a private chat with you before, but everyone got so excited about those Slanesh Beastmen. And I was like, I don't know if they're going to have the same utility as Zangors. And they don't. Um, but, you know, it's got, uh, this is uh, Beast Lord with the Marcus Slanesh, obviously. Three units of 10 Ungors. And uh, this is, of course, in the Depraved. Uh, we also have the Depraved uh, Drones Battalion. Um, and then we have, uh, of course, one Endless Spell. And it's not a unique Endless Spell for them. It is, quite simply, Burning Head. Brings us to 1960, so there's a possibility of us getting a triumph. 1960 is a pretty, pretty, you're going to get it like 95% of the time. <laughs> yeah, I would say that more often than not, you're going to get that, which, you know, uh, reroll hits, wounds, or, or especially wounds, but rerolling hits and, and uh, is okay, but rerolling wounds or rerolling saves for this army can be really helpful in certain units, in certain situations. So, um, yeah, I think that it's going to be great. If I mean, like, I don't think it's going to be great. I don't think this is the best list. Um, I don't know what the best list is going to look like. We're going to have to see events, right? Um, but yeah, uh, with this list, you know, um, the the summary breakdown here is that the Beast of Chaos would be, you know, just an early backfield scoring and uh, depravity point battery, battery with the burning head. Um, everything here is relatively weak uh, in terms of uh, their hardiness besides Sigvald and the, the heroes. So being able to generate some, uh, you know, some extra depravity from having all of these relatively weak units get hurt a little bit can be helpful, um, very much MSU in a way. Um, you know, with the, uh, you know, the goal here is to essentially generate four depravity and basically sit on an objective, um, all while trying to score or clip uh, some units with the Bliss Barb Seekers to get another 
three uh, DP from them as well, or get clipped uh, from the burning head. Um, you know, if all goes well with this type of list, you could generate at least seven depravity. Um, if you feel a little risky, if you feel a little uh, uh, kinky or dangerous, uh, you can uh, use the uh, hit the enrapturous as well, and uh, you know, with the burning head, and potentially get you know another two to nine. Uh, additional points, depending on if you just want your heroes to get hit by it as well. Uh, you don't really need to do that because um, the Entraptress can, you know, of course, generate one from shooting. Um, uh, each one of them can generate one from shooting, and the Flisper of Seekers can generate one as well from shooting, leaving you with up to 12 depravity points maximum here. Uh, with the, well, not maximum because. Uh, you know, you with the terrain piece, uh, you can hit the Enraptress and get another 13 depravity points. And that's where uh, uh, this takes the, the cake for, you know, six vault and the sickle blade. Um, so, you know, you basically can redeploy D3 units uh, from the board on the edge turn one. Uh, not only do the, you know, sickle blade uh, get rerolled charges, but they do have a good option, uh, you know, uh, so, so they are a good option in this case. Uh, but Siegfeld also gets to be able to use his, uh, you know, his great three, you know, plus three charge mechanic, meaning that, you know, you're looking at a six inch charge with Siegfeld. So, you know, you could reroll, you know, or you can't reroll. Well, yeah, you can reroll one of those with a command ability, mm -hmm. one of the basic ones. So, you know, it's likely something is like, is going to come off there. Why the um, Beast Lord instead of the Shaman? Why the Beast Lord? Um, you know, in the moment, that was just what, what we had created. Uh, I actually don't know the points of the Shaman. Is there any That's uh, 100 points. There? 100 points as opposed to 90. Okay, yeah. Um, and you got room, right? I got room. Yeah, yeah, you, you could put a Shaman in there for sure. For sure. Um, you know, right now we were, I, we were just thinking of like cheap base uh, character for that. It yeah. didn't really matter to us what what we had there, um, at least in that instance. Um, oof, uh, power tool fell off. Um, building some stuff here today. So, um, yeah. Don't strike me as a guy that can handle power tools, but there you go. Ooh, well, you know, it depends <laughs> on the type of power tool for sure. Yeah. Uh, sex toys, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can put certain things on the end of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, you can spread out those shots. You don't have to shoot the same thing with the bliss barbs. You could spread it out if you really want to farm that depravity. So, yeah, and you know the the uh, utility of this type of host as well with Sigvald is helpful. You know, allowing him to get a two up armor save can be really good because of how tank or it turns him into a tank because yep. he's so offensive too. Yeah, he's awesome. He's he's a reason not to go hard into this army mm -hmm. with a hero, yeah. right? Because he can go in and wipe them out. So, no, that's cool. You know, I totally uh, didn't even realize that you know with the uh enraptresses too or pardon me the epitome uh you can definitely generate even more c or dp uh from just spells as well so i didn't even take that into account but you can certainly do a lot of work here um with and what are you summoning what are we summoning uh well if you have 12 to 13 or more dp a turn um there's a lot i mean in this list i would do two units of, you know, uh, I would do a keeper on turn two or 30 demonettes on turn two easily yeah. with this list, depending on the matchup, simply because, well, you know, in some yep. missions, you're going to need a lot of bodies. Um, I would more often than not probably end up dumping 30 demonettes and then maybe turn three. If I have another 12, go with the, uh, go with the, the keeper of secrets. Keeper. Yeah. Um, 
trait wise, uh, you know, I do have to go back and say that, you know, the epitome is definitely going to have to be the general in this instance, just because of the fact that, um, you know, he can keep up, as I mentioned, um, but you can also give him the artifact, giving him one extra wound and rerolling run. Uh, the run is, you know, really good for uh, Bliss Barb Seekers who can, of course, run and shoot. Um, and, you know, the, the second relic would have to be the, the CP generating relic um, that, you know, we, we had also reviewed in the, uh, in the list. Uh, almost every uh, faction has like a CP relic and, you know, there's even generic ones that do it in this, in the, in the book too. So. Yep. So uh, go check out right. uh, in your face for more coverage. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, what are your, what are your thoughts on this list? Like it's not. I, God, I have nothing. I I've seen, I've seen Slanesh play once so far and I called that they're turn they're tabled in turn three against Sons of Bahamut. And the only reason why he wasn't tabled in turn three was because he was able to summon uh, a keeper of secrets in turn three to keep him in really? the game. Yeah. Because <laughs> other than that, he had nothing left on the board. Jesus. Well, okay. they, they can't take a punch. They literally fold, especially to Sons of Bahamut that have a decent output. Yeah, they have a decent output. Um, I and honestly Sons of Bahamut played. are not a good army. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. They're a gatekeeper. You got to be able to take them, but I definitely consider them to be a spoiler army for sure. Yeah. Um, you can go you can go nuts. You know, you mentioned how fast things can die like that. Um, you know, Jeremy had actually played a different list uh, the other day, and um, he played against KO, a good a good KO player, and immediately like turn one, his it was one of those where the the um, battle line <laughs> is the only units that can score. So of course, turn one, he loses all th you know three units of battle line or four, but it was um. Similar, uh, also uh, the, the same type of faction, but it was Sigvald, Epitome as the general, Enraptorus, four units of 10 Demonettes, uh, two units of five Sickle Blade Seekers, two units of five Bliss Barb, a Seeker Cavaclade uh, Battalion, and then of course the Burning Head as well. Yep. Um, I did not want to share that one in, in detail in this, uh, you know, today, just because he got smoked so hard. Well, the only, if anything, by getting a bunch of different players' opinions, mm -hmm. you're hopefully going to find somewhere to jump off and start something right and there is similarities between the list none of us talked before doing any of this that's what makes it fun right you actually get to see kind of where everyone's headspace is at and uh alex is typically a pretty competitive player so he's he's gearing to win games uh Noah is the same even though he admitted that his army probably wouldn't win a game <laughs> but it's tough yeah. man this, this this army's tough it's a it's a love project that uh, it is. we're going to have to see tournament results to see what actually kind of comes through. Dude, I can't wait. Can't but wait yeah. to roll dice. Check out In Your Face for their review. And uh, thanks, Big Dick. Always good to see you, bud. Of course. Thanks for having me on. And we're back again. I'm sure that list was awesome. I don't know who it's going to be, but Nicole will figure that out. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Throw us a list. Okay. Button. All right. I picked up the book finally and started some work on it. And um, bought a uh, crap load of units. Yes, I bought a lot of stuff because I just got inspired by Sigvald. So my list does include Sigvald. None of these guys really uh, went with too much of the mortal stuff. Well, no, that's not true. Dayton did. He had those seekers, but uh, Sigvald's um, great. I, I leaned in a little bit more into the mortals, um, but um, I did go with God Seekers for mine. One thing that's important to remember with this army is that six is to hit in melee explode for bonus hits mm -hmm. so and if you have big units of guys it's two hits instead of just one bonus hit i believe the threshold is 20 yeah um, yep. 
which is kind of hard to do because a lot of these units are either A, super expensive at that point, and all it takes is to lose one and you don't get the bonus. Uh, and they also cap at 20. So um, that's not really a very helpful bonus, but the bonus hit on a six is the same for everybody from there on down. So to me, it is not worth chasing that 20 man unit buff. Um, the value on Godseekers is you get plus one of your charge rolls. And the thing that I kind of leaned into a little bit was um, at the end of your charge phase, you get D3 depravity if your general made a charge and plus one to that roll if there are any other friendlies to charge as well. So um, that will kind of explain some of the gear and choices on my keeper. Uh, well, yeah, gave it away, keeper. <laughs> uh, the keepers are extremely good still. Um, they are a little expensive um, at 340. Um, maybe that's actually okay, but still, I mean, I hate spending a ton of points on generals. So um, really, really try to keep it under a thousand. Uh, but I'll finish out the list. All right. So the keeper here, I have him with Slothful Stupor. No surprise there. That's the best of those demon spells. One of the best spells in the game, mm -hmm. honestly. It's yeah. pretty good. If you can get it off, it's very helpful. Like you use that kind of spell to keep Archeon from destroying you. Oh, I was thinking like my Feck army with a terror geist. Yeah. I, I mean like <laughs> any kind of thing you, you, you get him with that and like this is going to be something that happens in turn two or three and you get him with that and then destroy everything else. Don't, don't obviously don't engage the guy, but uh the relic that I gave, or rather the command trait, I'm sorry, the command trait that I gave my keeper is uh, Speed Chaser. And what that lets him do is I can retreat and still charge. So that lets me charge in, get the depravity, bounce out, charge in again, more depravity. So no matter what, I'm always getting depravity every turn. He's got bonuses on that charge too. Yeah. And then, yeah, and a plus one to get in there because of my God Seekers. So that's a nice stacking buff there. And then for my Relic, I chose the Enrapturing Circlet. And what that does is enemy units within three cannot retreat. In addition, at the start of your hero phase, roll a dice for each enemy unit within three, and on a three plus, they suffer a mortal. So the mortal thing is nice, but what that does is it keeps you in combat with me. So I keep snipping away at you, get more depravity, and also, keepers are amazing in combat, so take as many swings as you can get. You got Sigvold on a plus four to charge, so it's it's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sigvold is going to, he's getting in there. Um, the keeper, uh, I see him being more like, I want him to go be the guy that goes and snips up units and stuff. He can do, he can go after heroes, but, um, you know, He's, he's a big splashy damage that I want to use on units of stuff and kind of cull the horde a little bit. Then I've got an epitome. So let's talk about the epitome. So your seeker is your Mohel? Mohel? What did you say? <laughs> Isn't that how you pronounce it? Mohel? The Jewish man who uh, does your circumcision? I don't know. I'm not Jewish. So. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, that, that was for Jacob. There you go, Jacob. Oh, yeah. On uh, the keeper, I took the uh, I took the, the uh, Aegis. 
to me, that's like, I know that you have the lash and you have your rationale, but in a shooting meta, you need every chance you can get to just stay alive. So um, getting that six plus feel no pain, it's not much, but on average that should give you two wounds in addition to your 14. So keep you alive a little bit. Um, I did try to get some healing spells to kind of make up for some kind of damage that I take. I thought about the hand, but you have to actually kill a model to with the hand in order to heal. And um, it's AP one, one damage. So that's just not sufficient. Uh, so I went with the shield instead. Um, the, all right, so let's continue on with the epitome. Oh, by the way, I did not use any battalions. Um, to me, unless you're getting to a competitive drop level where you're like talking three or four drops or less, then you probably don't want to bother with it unless the bonus is just really good. But no, I mean, nothing in here is super great. The seeker cavalcade, which is what you guys were talking about with the units of seekers and bliss barbs and everything that lets you pile in six. That's cool, but I want to charge. So it didn't really help me. I decided not to use that, even though my guy wouldn't be part of that. So it doesn't matter. But um, I, with things being so expensive, I needed the bodies. So I went away from battalions. I looked them over and I was like, eh, no. So let's see. We'll talk about the epitome here. All right. Now, again, the epitome is an older piece that's been around. Um, just talk about her real quick. It's 12 inch move, seven wounds, five plus save, 10 brave. Um, she has a shitload of attacks, nine attacks, three, four, minus one, one damage, and then some weird tentacles, three, four, minus two, two damage, which is nice. But the reason why she's here is overwhelming acquiescence for a war scroll spell. The casting value is seven. You pick up the D3 enemy models within 24 that are visible, and you can reroll hit rolls of one. So that will work for the entire army, including the keeper and Sigwald which is really nice. So, and she can cast two spells and is a demon and her spell is born of damnation, which you can pick a hedonite hero and heal them for three wounds. So that's gonna help keep Sigvald or uh, the keeper alive. So. Yeah, there's a lot of healing in the book. Yeah. Uh, Sigvald's yeah. so about the I, only way that could utilize it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it works on any hedonite. So um, let me double check. Uh, Sigvald is. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, Sigvald and the Keeper are both Heat Knights. So yeah. I can heal everything them. In, everything in that new battle tome is a Heat Knight. Yeah. So I can heal them for D3, which is very nice. And it's easy to cast. My Ungors are not Heat Knights. No. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think it, it requires a Heat Knight hero anyway. But uh, so it really only works on the heroes, which is good because a lot of my big damage is coming from the heroes. So those are the guys that I kind of want to protect. The units are expendable. Um, so with that being said, I do have Sigvald. Um, he gets plus one to his charging. Now the the boat, the thing for the attacks doesn't include the plus three. It's either a minimum of five or your natural roll. So the plus one there is just to get him into combat. Yeah. But um, plus getting plus into three. combat. Yeah, yeah. That stacks with the plus three. So he'd be plus four, but it doesn't help with his number of attacks, which is too bad. But um, yeah, he's savage. 
Um, Sigvald, everybody's, everybody knows about Sigvald. Sigvald is awesome and he will murder characters in tiny little bits. Uh, he'll really murder anything, but characters will evaporate before him. Um, he'll, he'll be really good against armies that rely on feel no pain, you know, like come get some fire slayers, you know, like they're, he's, he's going to be extremely helpful and um, keep your damage high. Uh, constantly a threat. Now, I, I also included a shard speaker here for two reasons. <laughs> the first and most ludicrous one is that I bought one. Uh, <laughs> but um, the War Scroll, uh, or rather the book-selected spell that I chose for her is, a, is the Judgment of Excess. And the purpose there, or what you do is every... It, it, or it casts one in the unit within 12, and every five models that they have in the unit takes more wound. Uh, so what that does is it just kind of busts swords a little bit. Yep. Yep. Um, I use I, it's in, yeah, it's in my hip pocket. If I if I need it, I have it. And the, what's really preferable about her is her war scroll spell. Um, and I will go to that and explain that one real quick. Um, here you are, one that I like. Uh, Reflection Eternal. It has casting value six, successfully cast, pick an enemy unit within 12, subtract one from their wound rolls. That's excellent. <laughs> There's not too many things that affect wound rolls, uh, and that's one of them, and it's really good. Uh, she can only cast one spell, so giving her that fringy spell that isn't always going to be used is okay, because given the choice, I will probably pick the minus one to wound. But if the situation dictates, then the, the buster spell will be okay. Like some big 30-man unit or grots or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, something that's really going to be impacted by that that will actually pick up six models. So that's nice. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And she actually buffs shooting, which is pretty wild. Uh, she's got a twisted mirror once per turn in your shooting phase. You can pick one enemy unit within nine and roll a dice on a three plus. You add one to the wound rolls for shooting the target set unit. So it's very short range and it requires her to be kind of close. But uh, I do have a little bit of shooting in here, so that would be nice. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so pretty cool. Um, so now we're going to go into the units. That's my list of heroes. Now, I did go with four there. Oh my God, were you just in heroes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them. I thought we were done. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's that. I went with, with four heroes there. With four and heroes, there say, won't be many units. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, I I could be considered could be convinced to get rid of the shard speaker. Um, I've got her in there for now. She costs one fifty, which is about the same as the minimum size unit for most of the choices. Um, for my units, I have ten twin souls. The twin souls are the painbringer guys, but like the demon infested ones. And they have an ability where in the combat phase, or no, it's in the hero phase, I'm sorry. You pick um, one of two abilities, and it's either reroll your hits or give yourself a five plus feel no pain. Now, they have two wounds. They have move eight, and they have a four plus save. Um, and they have um, three attacks, four plus, three plus, no rend, two damage. Uh, they do about double mathematically, like a... A, the pain bringers do 0.59 against a four plus save wounds per attack or wounds per guy basically 
and the twin souls do one. So it's almost double. Um, and they have two inch range, so it's a lot easier to get a 10 man unit fully engaged in combat. Uh, but the real area where they shine, or well, let me talk about that real quick. The Miramadesh Painbringers, they can re-roll their armor saves, which is nice against no rend attacks. That's where they have their biggest benefit. With the Cyberesh, I'm always going to pick that five plus save, uh, five plus after save, because against anything worse or worse than uh, rend one, they're superior. Uh, and then if you give them the um, Mystic Shield spell, because I have a lot of casters here, so I'm going to be using Mystic Shield almost every turn. So they're a great target for that, because then you'll have the 4-plus reroll ones and then a 5-plus after that. And they have uh, two wounds each, like I've said, but uh, they're pretty fast at 8, and they're going to dish out a lot of damage. So um, let's see. And then I've got... And that's every other turn on that five up because they have to alternate every time. Okay, yeah. You just broke so, Jeff. Yeah, no, I see what you're talking about. Um, yeah, so I mean, you just time you. Yeah, you have to, to time me, it. Yeah, just time it. But that's okay. That's no big deal. I mean, it's probably going to go reroll, save, reroll, save. Because I want that to make sure that it just, it'll depend on the army. But yeah. that's good. That's a good point, though. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, let's see. There, there is a 20 point difference between those two units. So five of the twin souls walks in at 170 and the pain bringers come in at 150, but the damage potential from the twin souls and the extra movement, uh, to me justifies it. And then the defensive stacking, um, for my battle line, you'll notice in this army that a lot of stuff is weird battle line conditions, uh, but it would rather, it's one of those where when the general, when you have a specific kind of general, different things open up for battle line. Now, I took my general as the keeper, so the pain bringers stay not battle line, unfortunately. Uh, but Bliss Barb archers are always battle line, so I have a unit of 10 of them. Um, they're very nice. Uh, they are plus one to wound, as long as you have the little dude there, so that's really nice. And then if you get the mortal wizard in range to use her ability they're gonna wound on three or wound on twos so pretty good there uh they can run and still shoot which is great and then i've got um five of the slick blade seekers what's nice about them is that they still do their damage in addition to the mortal on a six to wound mm -hmm. so the archers it's a six to wound it doesn't mortal wound that's it attack resolved but with them number one they can roll their charge number two i want to be charging with this army number three their damage continues in addition to the mortals so their damage potential is much higher um so they're pretty good at talking at four wounds piece and 14 inch move it's excellent you just gotta pick your targets well with them because they yeah. don't have as much punch as you think they would well i mean they got three attacks three three minus one it's just one damage, though. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. This army is very much centered around, if you need to do some serious damage to something heavy, you need to look to your heroes. These units here are all for taking out the units that hold objectives and stuff. You know, like, I can't, you can't rely 
can't rely on any of these guys to do anything big. Like think hordes, think small units of dudes. Things with crap saves is where you send in these units. If something's good, you need to send in the boss because they are not going to cut it. But they're so fast that they can get around to those things and it'll help me generate um, depravity. But let's see. So I did take two units of five uh, Hell Striders with Claw Spears because they are battle line and it'll help with speed and charging. A lot of the same rationale there. So that covers my three battle line units. Uh, the Glisbarb Archers, they'll act as both a screen early and just move up and do shots, be helpful. And then I've got the Mesmerizing Mirror as an endless spell. That thing is excellent and it really controls uh, enemy movement. Um, you can place it such that they start racking up mortal wounds like multiple units if, and make it to where if they want to engage you and they'll have to engage you, if they want to engage you, they start taking mortal wounds, which continues to add to depravity. So um, I think it's really good. It's always been an extremely strong spell. And in a list like this, I've only got the one uh, endless spell. So I don't have to worry about um, having a problem making use of it well. Yeah. We all took endless spells except for Bud. But anyway, yeah. so there you go. It's kind of a small, it doesn't have a lot of wounds. <laughs> but, uh, well, actually, let me count it up. Let's see. The Twin Souls, there's two of them. Two wounds each, 10. That's 20. So it's nice about uh, War Squirrel Builder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except it hasn't been updated yet with the couple of the units. I know. It's the only reason I use Battle Scribe. But you got any words for Noah? Because he was dissing your play style. <laughs> <laughs> what Noah was? Yeah. Well, I don't blame him. I was dissing my playstyle after. Afterwards, yeah. he's like, uh, "Does anybody get edited out? I feel bad." I'm like, no, no, that's not the theme of the show. <laughs> oh, sh shut up, Noah! Oh man, I'm taking him down so hard. If I yeah, it's, pro him. it's probably got about half as many wounds as yours does, Dayton. But um... around eighty or so, more than that. Yeah, seventy or eighty, including heroes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, next weekend, we're going to be here. We're going to be letting the episode in the hands of the ladies for International Women's Day. We got Ladies Night on Party at the All Points. Oh, excellent. With Featuring... Gina, Gina D. Wiki Williker. She's <laughs> got a, whore, a hard last name to say. Uh, she's a TO, casual painter, and player. Sweet. Uh, my partner, Nicole and um uh becca from england uh she's a painter becca. drawer and she deals with a lot of drama from guys so it should make for an interesting episode oh yeah. wow well, everybody uh yeah come up with some questions and submit them yep well i'll put a post out on twitter but whatever but and then uh, noah wants you to win bud so that he gets to play you i know in the final yep i gotta beat croak i'll put him in the sword yeah, that's you can try. Plan. Hopefully, well, that's good luck, man. Yeah, I'm going to try. That's and, the whole point. And, and maybe by next episode, Jeff will have had a game. Jeff. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, no pressure. Right? Yeah, the suspense is killing me. All right, man. Uh, this is Dayton. This little quickie episode following up. Hopefully, it was good. Get some ideas. Get the juices flowing. Yeah, don't don't hesitate to ask us if you have questions about anything we've uh, 
discussed here. Criticisms, comments, etc. Yeah, feedback. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I get, to at, talking about I get to look at the feedback because I get to see how many downloads we have, so I know which oh, yeah. episodes take. <laughs> and recipes. Oh. If you have recipes to spend. For cookies? Uh, sure. Yeah, cookie recipes are always. Yeah, cookie recipes, for sure. Good old cookie recipes. All right, I'm out. Dayton, bye. <laughs> see ya. Bye. Yo.